0: Welcome to the Mental Health Professionals podcast, I'm your host Chris and today we are talking about what makes cognitive behavioural therapy different, what are the distinctive features of CBT. You've probably heard of CBT if you work in mental health, or even if you don't, because it's one of the most popular therapies in the world. And it it is technically a technical, a theoretical integration. So you, a long ago we had cognitive therapy, we had behavioral therapy, and then we smushed them together and we got cognitive behavioral therapy, which today is, it's an incredibly effective therapy in terms of the evidence It is the thing that seems to work for a wide range of treatment and has the biggest evidence-based of any psychotherapy in the world. So what makes it unique? What makes it different from other modalities? Well, many therapies have a lot of crossover but let's talk about some of the things that CBT has really championed so first of all that the cognitive model the idea that our thoughts our feelings our emotions and our behaviors are all linked together in a little triangle so each point of the triangle we can modify those and those will have an effect on the other so we can change our thinking and that might change how we're feeling we we'll would also go change our behavior maybe that will change how we're thinking and thinking of it as that triangle where we can move one of the corners and that will move the other corners is really the basis of a lot of the things we do in CBT We then have the more cognitive side of it. So looking, really examining our thoughts and thinking of our thoughts as these processes. And these processes are sometimes going wrong, going askew. Uh, So things like spotting thinking errors. So identifying a recurring thought we're having and looking at this and like, okay, well, what can we learn from this? Is this black and white thinking? Is this catastrophizing? Is this jumping to conclusions? Is this a recurring thought that we need to challenge? And coming up with the idea of thought challenges. So if we, we're thinking, maybe we have social anxiety and we're worried about going to a party, we can sit down and identify the thoughts there. And the thought is, I will something really embarrassing and we can notice that this thought comes up a lot and then develop a challenge for it like I've been to a ton of parties and I haven't embarrassed myself before or if I do embarrass myself yeah it'll be a bit unpleasant but I will get over it and really getting down to those kind of individual cognitive strands of what's the thought and how can I challenge it. So if we compare that to a, a different approach say mindfulness, mindfulness wouldn't challenge a thought it would just say okay just let it sit there don't give it any attention whereas in cbt we're all about those four challenges then the other side of cbt is behaviorism so a real emphasis on what we do and changing our behavior this often comes in the form of behavioral experiments we might do some exposure so if we have a, a dog phobia we might start looking at pictures of dogs, looking at videos of dogs, going near a dog, eventually working up to petting a dog. But not all behavioural experiments necessarily have to be exposure. We can just use it to challenge the way we're thinking. So if we think a certain thing is going to happen, we can use a behavioural experiment to challenge that. And this idea that we should go kind of behaviour first and retrain our emotions to show us what really happens, retrain our thoughts to show us that they're just a thought and actually what happens when we do it in reality is X is a is a, a key part of behaviorism and a key part of CBT. CBT also tends to look at contingency management. So this is the things that may be keeping our anxiety or our depression or whatever we're trying to tackle going. So. For example, if we're, um, yeah, again, thinking about awkward social situations, is there something we do to kind of mitigate that? For example, whenever we go to the pub, we have to sit right by the exit so we can get out quickly. Well, that might be maintaining our anxiety because every time we go in there, even though we're doing some good behavioural work, we're thinking, yes, but I only feel okay because I'm next to the exit and therefore we never learn that the pub is a safe environment because we think it's that safety behaviour we're doing that is keeping us safe. Or something like uh, using drugs, using alcohol to make feelings of low mood go away. If We can manage these contingencies and look at doing something else then we can not only solve the emotional problems but also behavioural problems like drug and alcohol abuse as well. So contingency management is sometimes overlooked because it's not in the name but it is a, a key part of CBT. Now a question that comes up a lot when we talk about all of this is does cognitive behavioural therapy ignore the relationship, that chatting about in the room? It seems to be all about doing kind of homework, thinking about thoughts, keeping thought diaries, doing behavioural experiments, having homework and has it forgotten that there's a a therapeutic relationship there that the therapist and the client need to have a relationship i would emphatically argue no i think that anyone that does cbt well then uses things like the core condition from person-centered and make sure there's a really strong relationship there between therapist and client Because if I'm going to ask a client to go out and do a behavioural experiment, do something that's scary, I want to make sure that I've built up plenty of trust with them before I ask them to go do that. That said, if we compare it to something like person-centred, person-centred said that the relationship between therapist and client, that therapeutic alliance, is everything. That's where the magic is. Whereas in CBT, we want that relationship, but there's also this other technology, there's the behavioral experiments the four challenges that we can bring into the room as well hopefully then that's given you a short overview of what makes cbt different what are the key features where you think okay well what what where would i go when would i use cbt what kind of clients would like cbt well those are the standout features that cbt has really driven over the past few decades